0: Hey, 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 it's your boy, Carrington, from Real Dudes Podcast, here to bring you another fantastic episode here in our fantastic July extravaganza. Now, what am I going to be here to talk with you today about? Why the Sonic Kart Racing games, even the most recent one, Sonic Team Racing, is better than the Mario Kart series. So I guess today is kind of a hot topic. So sit down, relax. Grab your favorite popcorn and be ready to probably disagree with me on this one. Now, here's the thing. I have been playing Mario Kart racing series. I've played them all since the Super Nintendo. Since Super Mario Kart, I've played them all. I have owned them all starting with the GameCube version, I believe, Double Dash. I'm pretty sure I own that one. If not, then it was starting with the DS version, Mario Kart DS. So I just want to say that the Mario Kart series is still a great series, okay? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just here to tell you and to educate you why the Sonic Kart racing franchise is better. And it's not because I'm biased against the—or I'm biased because I love Sonic more than Mario. That's not why I'm here. I am speaking purely on mechanical reasons why I believe and why I love the Sonic Racing series so much more from a mechanical standpoint, from a gameplay standpoint. So, let me set up the Mario Kart Racing series first. So, this is why Mario Kart is a good racing game and why it stood the test of time as well. It's a great entry level. Game into the just racing genre in general, and there are things that Nintendo does very well. They hide the randomness of the game very well. That is something you have to give props to Nintendo too. They hide I'll say this once again. they hide the randomness of the racing very well until you start learning some of the mechanics. And once you start learning those mechanics, they don't become necessarily so random anymore but becomes more of an easy way to win. So what do I mean by that? Well, first of all, Nintendo has truly in a way nerfed the series. Once they introduced it, um, drift boosting, there was a mechanic that was called snaking. Now snaking was where you would start drifting and then you would press a button combination. So let's, let's say you're drifting to the left, you would press the essentially the R button, which would initiate the drift. And if you're drifting left, you hit left, and then you would hit right on the D-pad, then left again, and when you would do this, it would initiate the boost. Now, if you did this in a pattern three times, going left, right, left, right, left, right, you could get the biggest boost, and you would let go of the drift button, and then you would boost. And then as soon as that boost was initiated, you would hit the right button again. But instead of hitting left, you would go right and then do it again. Just, But you would do it so quickly, you're constantly hopping left and right, left and right, getting the boost. And to the other players, it looks like you're just hopping left, right, left, right because you're doing it so fast. And that strategy or that, that technique is called snaking. Now, Nintendo has since taken that mechanic out and there are different ways to still initiate a drift boost now there is nothing wrong with the drift boost but there are ways like i said nintendo kind of hides it they may have nerfed the the drift boost but they did not nerf boosting so that's just a whole nother thing i don't remember where i was going with this Um, As far as drifting and boosting was concerned. So yeah, this is, like I said, these conversations, these points are off the cuff. So I wish I would have written down more than just the topic. But so what I mean, that it hides the randomness. I'll get into the the deeper mechanics. So when it comes to, let's say, the items, which is part of the fun of the Mario Kart series. am Am I wrong in that? No, I'm not wrong in that having the items is what makes separates it from all the other racing games in general right and they do them so well like because they are specific to the Mario series in general you know immediately what a lot of them do and there is nothing wrong with that whatsoever but i will say this is how nintendo hides the randomness within mario kart depending on what place you win will dictate what items you get and the percentage you will get said items at, which is why a lot of times when you say you're in last place, when you see the wheel spinning of items, once you get a, a question mark box, you're going to see a ton of items go by um, and you can quote unquote, you know, stop the wheel by pressing the, the use item button, but still the percentages are Pretty much the same you're gonna get you know a lot more of the items like say three red shells, infinite boost uh, lightning blue shell you're gonna get see the. you're gonna get those items a lot more if you're in last place a lot more at a much higher frequency than any other place and that's how Nintendo I guess kind of is there a way of trying to balance the game because if you're in first place, odds are you are going to get boost coin or a green shell. That's pretty much it. There is a small, I mean, a very small percentage, you're gonna get anything else. They're still in there, but the percentages, I mean, you're talking, I don't remember the actual math behind it. I mean, but I know it's it's less than 1%. And all the other ones get kind of like a boost. So the odds are, of you getting like one of those three items are pretty high. And then when you're in between, like, between second place and last place, the the odds of getting more and more items start growing and growing more and more. Like I said, that's not a bad thing. That is just how the game itself balances itself out. So that way, if you have a bad player, they still have a shot of winning or catching up or, or that their skill level, their lack of skill within the game. Will be offset by the items that they're getting now a truly like a really good Mario Kart player will use his skill plus the items to his advantage so um, a more skilled player might stick in the middle somewhere, maybe, or like the top three. Uh, never way back and last, almost never, unless they're really, really, really good. They'll stay in the back of the pack. And I've seen them. They'll stay towards the back of the pack, get a bunch of items, and just demolish everybody until they're in first, maybe in that third lap or so. So you see, there are there is actual strategy when it comes to Mario Kart for the maybe higher-skilled, higher-tiered players. And, you know, for those of you who maybe are are not good at mario kart or maybe not good at games in general that's what mario kart tries to do to try and make sure the the easy like the the lower tier players have a chance to at least be in competition with the higher skill players but the higher skill players will pretty much still win every time because that's just the way the game goes Now, the other, and, and all Nintendo games will do this, by the way. It's not just Mario Kart. All of Nintendo's games will have some sort of balancing effect that causes things to just happen. So let's say if I'm doing really well in something like Mario Party, and it's it's basically their quote-unquote party multiplayer-centric games that do this. So Mario Party, even though it seems random, it's really not when it, you have, if you're losing really bad, the game hides its randomness really well. So that way the person that's maybe not winning a whole lot of mini games still has a chance of getting the most stars, which is what the game really is trying to push you towards. Um, it, it does all kinds of random things to favor players with lower skill levels. All of Nintendo games do this. I repeat, all of Nintendo games will do this. And so if there's a player that's maybe higher skilled or, or higher tiered they're the ones you you will see maybe get upset the most because they'll be winning and then the game quote unquote randomly screws them over it's not a random thing it's just how nintendo pretty much codes all their games including the mario kart series especially now more more so now than ever um so you might be sitting there, well, Carrington, what's wrong with that? Well, let's say I have a bunch of my friends who are really good at gaming. And they just, it, it has nothing to do with skill. It's just how the game is coded. It's, it is it is literally coded for the person that is losing to just win. Like it pretty much hands them the game. So, and what and what, what fair is that? How fair is that? It's it's really not when you think about it. Now, like I said, it's a great way for people who maybe don't play games a whole lot or maybe just, you know, getting at that age where they're just starting to play games. It helps give them something to feel confident about, to keep coming back to. Um, let's say you have a, a kid who may be, you know, four or five years old. It allows them to still learn the game, learn mechanics of gaming in general, and it help keep those games fun for them. To me, that's that's a, that's a great way to introduce, you know, just racing games in general. Also, to maybe a younger audience who may not know how to play too many racing games, you know, which is fine. You know, you're not going to see a kid, a four or five year old kid, maybe play forza for the first time or grand turismo for the first time and, and just be insanely good at it they got to start somewhere right and that that start is going to be something like mario Kart. Where they don't have to worry about you know physics or you know money or currency within within like the forza or the grand turismo games might have you know gearing or uh, tuning cars and things like they don't a kid doesn't have to worry about all that all that when it comes to mario Kart or someone who's just now getting into gaming they don't have to worry about all those little fine details but why is sonic better oh oh, here's another thing that mario kart tends to do also so let's say you're playing by yourself and you're playing like grand prix mode you know the single player game mode the game quote hides its randomness uh even within the the pc players or the uh npc players i'm sorry the npc players the computer players how so when you start a race, it's supposed to give you that illusion that you're playing with other players, right? But it, in reality, you're not, correct? Something that Mario Kart has done from the Super Nintendo era, even down today. Once you finish that first race, whatever place the computer players finish in, that's where they're going to finish for the rest of the match. and where's the randomness in that honestly just just being honest where's the randomness and it there there isn't now from time to time those computer players might and i mean they might finish a spot ahead or a spot behind from where they originally finished that from that first race you know all through the the next few races maybe but odds are they really won't because that's I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's it's always annoyed me ever since I was a little kid. Cuz it's like okay, once I finish that first race, I know who I'm supposed to look out for. Here's my competition. Even on the quote higher difficulty of Mario, which is 200cc, which makes the carts go faster, but the computer players are also set to hard. It, even when they're set to hard, you only have to if you're a good player, you still only have to worry about second, third, maybe fourth place. That's it. Other than that, you don't have to worry about all the other players. They're just they're just there to throw, you know, lightning bolts at you or a blue shell at you if you're in first place. I mean, that's nothing. Really, that's nothing. Here's why Sonic is a little bit better for someone who has maybe gamed a while, maybe a little bit higher skilled tier player within the Mario Kart series. From the time I've played my first Sonic kart racing game, which was Sonic All Star Racing Transformed, when I first played that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much different than Mario Kart. I need some practice. Coming from Mario Kart to Sonic, I was like, I need practice. This game's hard because this game is unforgiving. My first race, I finished not just last, but dead last. I was expecting. Because I'm so used to Mario Kart, I was expecting the game to balance itself and start giving me items to help me win and, and catch up. I never did. I never did. So it took, a few, it took a few matches for me to start, you know, not just getting well, not last place, but, you know, third place, second place. And eventually I was getting first place consistently. But it took time. And it wasn't because of the level design or anything like that. It took time because that's how hard that game is. That game is truly random. When you get an item box, you have no idea what you're going to get. It's not balancing itself. It's not correcting itself. Whatever you're going to get, that's what you end up with. And that's how you got You Have to find a way and figure out a way to use that item to the best of its abilities to help you win in turn. Because the computer players They're doing the exact same thing as well. It's almost as if you're almost playing with other humans. Like that's how almost spot on it is. That's how hard that game can be. And when you start facing other human players that are good at that game, that game, good God, you better bring your A game. Because if you bring even your A minus game, you're done. You have to bring it 100% and do super well. Almost perfect every race. Almost perfect. Mechanically speaking, Sonic is just a better racing game. And when I started Grand Prix mode, I thought, okay, I'll have to watch out for so-and-so-and-so-and-so. No, no. The game is truly random. The game is truly random as to which computer players are going to get which place. They are not preset or predetermined in any way, shape, or form. So you are not looking out for, you know, two or three computer players. You have to look out for all of them because all of them are coming after you and all of them are going after each other it is incredible even sonic team racing it it is the it has still has a high learning curve it's not the perfect kart racing game but i still like it better than mario any mario kart game because the the skill level is still high and on top of that The Sonic car racing games have little activities and and mini games and stuff for you to do on the side that Mario Kart doesn't ask you to do, which surprises me, you know, collecting a certain amount of rings in a certain amount of time, drifting for so often, uh, finish a race, you know, doing this or that, you know, just little challenges to help with your skill level. And also just keep it fun, keep it interesting All Mario Kart has is Grand Prix mode, time mode, and multiplayer. They have all had that since the beginning of time. And some of them have a battle mode. Some of them do not. And to me, battle mode is just okay. Yeah, I said it. Battle mode's just okay. I remember having a ton of fun with it on the N64. But ever since then, you know, battle mode just isn't, isn't there anymore like it used to be, you know? But Sonic, good Lord, you start playing that with friends. It, I mean, it's just something about it. It. I feel like it's doing it. Like I said, it's for it is not for, you know, you know, your four or five year olds because of how it's, it's literally because of how difficult it is. Unless you want to punish your children or or see a, a, someone who's never played games before struggle and get angry, you know, trolling them a bit. That's that is how Sonic is. I'm not saying because, oh, Sonic's a better game because it's harder and Mario Kart is not because it's easier. It's just, after a while, Mario Kart gets boring. Once you figure out the mechanics and how the game works, where's the fun in it anymore? Whereas Sonic has this, these mechanics, these things in there that, that keep you coming back over and over again because it, it's literally challenging you every step of the way. How, how can you not like something that challenges you and gives you a reason to step up your game? Whereas Mario Kart doesn't give you a reason to become better. The only reason you want to maybe get better at Mario Kart is to beat your friends when you guys all get together. I mean, that's the incentive. Whereas Sonic forces you to become good and become better from the beginning. You, you know, I... What else does and most Sonic games are like this, by the way. The the Sonic like party games are like this. None of them are easy. And and to me, that's that's the fun in it. It's is figuring out the mechanics. And then when you become good, you feel like you've gotten good. Not, you know, disguise that you're good because the game handed you the game, but you are actually good because you practice, you put in the work. And you worked hard for it. and And that's something that I feel like a lot of games have lost today, where the skill level, the entry level to enter a game is just so low. And so when you start you know playing and stuff, you know it's fine that everyone can play, but it's rewarding you for simple things. And then it, by after a while, it's just kind of like, ah, eh, you know what? i'm I'm done with this because it's easy. Whereas a game that challenges you, you know, there aren't there a game has to truly be worth it, in my opinion. For me personally, to me to kind of put that kind of time into it, which is why I, I've never played League of Legends or Dota, only because their their entry level, their their skill levels, the barrier of entry is super high, and I'm just kind of like, I don't have time for this kind of game, and I could see myself. If I did put in the the work and the effort, I could become at least good at those games. But I just don't have the time because I already have other high-skilled, high-tiered games that I've put the time into and I want to continue putting time into. And I just want to continue getting better at those games. But there's nothing wrong with wanting. You have to have. I'm just saying at least put a couple games in your arsenal. If you are a gamer sitting at home, put a couple games, one or two games in your arsenal that you are your go-to games that require a lot of practice. Because that's just how things are in life. I mean, honestly, it's a metaphor for just, you know, life's not easy. And you know what? Not everything's going to be easy in life. How are you going to handle things when you are challenged and you have to go up against the challenge? Are you going to accept the challenge? Are you going to stand up and figure out how to win, how to conquer it? Or are you just going to back down and, you know, cower down and go away from it? That's something that video games have taught me, honestly when you are challenged, when you're brought forth with a challenge, you have to find a way to overcome it. And I find that a lot of games nowadays don't give that kind of reward to a player. They're few and far in between, and unfortunately they're, they're it's I, I I don't know if it's a sign of the times or if things are going to change back to that or not, but we'll see. you know it's a billion dollar industry. So games are no longer the super niche thing. Which I'm going to, I do have a topic that I do want to talk about on that, but video games are not as uncommon in your household anymore. It's not just children playing games anymore, which is probably the people that I'm talking to right now. I know you're not kids and you're here because you love games just as much as I do. So yeah, that's all I got. Um, Hopefully I conveyed this in a way that expressed how, in my opinion, why Sonic mechanically and gameplay wise is better. Just because it challenges you and it forces you to to not only be good, but stay good at its game. Mario Kart does not. All right, that's all I got. Get ready. For more talks like this, I still have a, a long list of topics I can go over. This is just one of many of my friends. And as always, have a rad day.